0: card weekend it's the always 100 podcast live on wild card saturday yes mom yes uncle trevor we have made it through 18 weeks of nfl football and it felt like it started two days ago i have no idea where the time went but we are here the playoffs are here the 14 teams that are going to be fighting for that beautiful lombardi trophy in arizona have been complete and now the Real Fun Begins. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to episode number 107 of the Always 100 Podcast. Quinn here, joined this week, every week, and throughout the playoffs by my esteemed panel of co-hosts and favorite people. First up, my mom, Mona, who, you know, yeah, mom, off the air, you're feeling nervous, and on the air, I think you're going to be just as nervous because your Cowboys are trying to do something they haven't done since 1993 and that's when a road playoff game and it just happens to be against tom brady
1: it would be so fitting if brady's last game was where he got beat by dallas the team that he has pretty much owned his entire career if we sent that man into retirement it'd be awesome
0: that would that would be something I, i i'll guarantee that next up my Uncle, my, my Uncle Trevor, those uh, Steelers lost out. The league would probably be better off if the Steelers were in the playoffs, frankly. But Uncle Trevor, you guys had a heck of a season. Nice win last week. Uh Just Miami just happened to pull it out and get, get got you guys out the playoffs there. So uh, now uh I, I don't know how you're feeling about that. But I think the league probably be better off with Kenny Pickett and Mike Tomlin in the playoffs.
2: I mean actually Pittsburgh I think would have given Buffalo a better game than they did the first time this year. I mean they weren't going to win. The offense is just no good. Right. I mean, it wasn't gonna be Buffalo, but I mean they probably would have would have been competitive. Miami's gonna get blasted up there.
0: Correct. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. I, I, I didn't think if New England, Pittsburgh or the or, or Miami made it against Buffalo. I mean yeah, you know, I, I didn't think any of the three of us had much of a chance of beating them, but you know, I, you know, the Patriots gave him a pretty good game. But I, I mean, frankly, under the circumstances, I'm just amazed the Patriots didn't lose 48 to 10. So I'll I'll take that. I mean, the Patriots really played well, but um, under those circumstances, there was really no chance that the Patriots were winning that football game, and that was uh that, that was just the way it is. So. Uh, well, we'll talk about Skylar Thompson here in a second. And finally, my Uncle Jamie is on the show today. Hi, Uncle Jamie. Hey, uh, tomorrow you guys get the nice primetime slot at 440 as three-point underdogs in what your center called, not as loud as he thought, U.S. Bank Stadium, which is one, extremely stupid, and two, who is Nick Gates? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly what, what is he doing what is what is he what doing is, seriously what is he thinking about i mean
3: you know you can't stop this train we're here we're here we're trying to make some noise you never know odds are against us but guess what i mean name me a super bowl run that the giants have had that hasn't had a you know up against the wall or up against everybody i'm excited i'm excited
0: well, man Oh man, this is going to be a great weekend. All right, folks. Here's how, here's how we're going to get this thing done. So we're going to break it up into two. It's going to be two. It's going to be a two part show, the NFC and the AFC, but fear not. We're all, we're all going to be on the show together and everything cool. So it's fine. We're going to have two different shows. We're going to start because the NFC starts us off today. We're going to start in rainy, very rainy San Francisco. So the 49ers as where where am I looking here? Hold on. Where am I looking? Here I got it. Forty ers as nine and a half point favorites at home on Fox against Geno Smith and the Seahawks who got in by the skin of their teeth with dubious officiating uh at the hands of the NFL referees. Uh Mom, the the, the, the the Seattle Seahawks ruined your Detroit to the playoffs prediction because they beat the Los Angeles Rams in overtime with some help of some very dubious officiating. My question to you is, simply put, uh, is Seattle going to keep this close, or, or should we all just find something to do until about 7.45 so we can get ready for the game that's actually going to be good tonight?
1: Well, If Geno Smith's gritty dance is going to be related to how he's going to play and how his team is going to play against San Francisco, we might as well find something else to do. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Because His gritty was not very good the other day that I saw. They showed him on TV. But uh, I do think, though, San Francisco might sort of overlook the Seahawks. I think it's possible. Um, but do I think the 49ers are a better team? Absolutely. So if they don't overlook the Seahawks, it's going to be a blowout. Rain and all, it's, it's going to be a blowout. But I think if they don't take Seattle seriously, because remember, they're a common foe. They play each other, you know, twice a year. This will be the third time this year. And, you know, it's hard to always beat a team. So It could be that Seattle has learned from their mistakes playing the 49ers. Maybe they figured out how to do better matchups, but I I say that, but I don't really believe that. Um, I think the 49ers are going to win handedly, and we'll be moving on to the 8 o'clock game tonight.
0: All right, San Fran, one for San Fran. Uncle Trevor, pick it up. What do you got here?
2: Um, The only, only way this game will really be close, like I said, this is still a rookie quarterback. He's, if he's, this happened many times before. They get in the playoffs and they might choke a little. So this can this I mean we'll see how he reacts the playoffs. Because if he, if he does choke, if he does choke, you know Seattle has a chance. The offense, full offense, they're, off, they're going to they want to run the ball, play tough defense. That's what they want to do. They got a good play caller as a head coach, but if, if the quarterback actually turns the ball over. Which is possible. If it, I guess if it is gonna be raining here, it's possible. I mean I, Seattle's really been Seattle struggled the last half of the year. Probably shouldn't even be the playoffs and you know Detroit probably would win a better match here for San Francisco. But it's up to the Seattle the 49 nine quarterback, it's all up to him. Face the way he has him playing, they're gonna blow him out. If he chokes on under the big stage, you know, it could be a surprise
0: yeah i i don't know uncle jeremy i i i don't think uh I, I i haven't seen brock purdy uh you know decide that he's uh <laughs> gonna turn into a rookie quarterback just yet so i don't know if today's not the day next week i mean yeah you know, i don't know you got your choice between the vikings the and the dallas cowboys maybe if the if the giants beat if the giants beat uh Minnesota tomorrow, they get to go to Philly. Uh, Then the Cowboys or or the Bucks would be in San Fran. So, I mean, I don't particularly see him doing (laughs) turning into a rookie quarterback next week. Now, if he has to play in Philadelphia, I don't know if you believe. I don't know if you agree with me, but I don't think there there are a lot of humans on earth that are that are (laughs) prepared to go to Philadelphia (laughs) on 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 a Sunday night. I mean, I, I don't know I think that game's going to be a three o'clock game. I think the AFC championship game would be a Sunday, the Sunday night game cause they rotate, but I don't think there are enough. Hu- I don't think there are a lot of humans on earth that could not that contend with Philadelphia in the playoffs. Cause you got to be built different to do that. I am just saying. And it'd be, it'd be an opposing team in Philly in the playoffs. Oh, no, no, I, Brock Purdy, I, I, I wouldn't trust Brock Purdy for the title in Philadelphia, but. Yeah, you, know, you, you tell me. I may maybe I maybe I'm wrong on that.
3: I mean, I, I definitely see what you're saying, but the guy is—he's doing what he needs to do. I mean, it's six games in a row. The Niners have won nine games in a row. I mean, it, he's been top—you know—quarterback manager for every game. So, and then I think you know they—they're going to figure out a way to get all the pressure off them. It's just too much offense. I mean, anybody can light it up anytime. Kittle's. McCaffrey, <laughs> Devo Samuels back, <laughs> and Brandon Ayuk. I mean, who are you going to do? Who are you going to stop? You can't double-team everybody. <laughs> you know, that he's just going to do – Brock Purdy's just going to do what he needs to do. And, I mean, his, his resume's starting to build up. And, you know, six games in a row, they're, they're flying under the radar, and that defense is what nobody's talking about. That defense for the 49ers is, is solid, period. Head-to-toe. The offensive defensive line linebackers and the secondary so they they played already twice to the seahawks and the seahawks haven't scored more than 14 points in either one of the games they uh, they lost 27 to 7 and 21 to 13 so i think the you know the cinderella story is over for geno smith here i think don't turn the ball over and that's just going to help their cause so i think it's a lot i think uh, san france should roll i don't care you know, whatever the weather is, they'll just adjust to it and run the ball more and run it down their throats. I think uh, all numbers favor San Francisco, and I'm not going to uh, stop that train. And they look pretty solid.
0: Yeah, make it a make it a clean sweep. Now I will say, yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, you know, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I, I don't know. Kyle Shanahan is one of the best five coaches in the league. So I, I don't think. Yeah, he'll he'll have his guys ready to play. Let's not reinvent the wheel. I think we all would, if we all want to root for chaos. Then, Bob, you would be you 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 you'd be really happy if the 49ers were out because if you did, then if you did beat Tom Brady, you'd you'd have a chance to either go back up to Minnesota where uh you beat the Vikings forty to three. I, I mean, you, you 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 did you did go you did beat the Vikings for forty to three. Yeah,
1: yeah, but that was then. I
0: mean, this is now. Yeah, but that happened though. That happened. Yeah. They got the brakes beat off them
1: by the Cowboys. Okay, but, in their building. Can, can I say something funny about uh, San Francisco real quick? Please. I was watching NFL Network and Steve Smith and Mike Rob from Seahawks. They were talking about Brock Purdy. And one of the two, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Steve Smith said, yo, you can't trust a quarterback or anybody who doesn't have a middle name. Sweet. So Brock Purdy <laughs> doesn't apparently have a middle name. They're like, nope, can't trust him, won't trust him. I don't know how he's going to do in the playoffs. I just thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it kind of goes to the, you know, will he show the fact that he's a rookie and, you know, do less than game manager stuff. This game, will he protect the ball? I don't know, but we'll see. Go ahead, Quinn. I'm
0: sorry. No, 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 it's totally fine. Look, I, like I said, let's, let's not, I mean, if you, if you really just want, like, if you want chaos, root for the Seahawks, but I, I, I don't think, I, I think the 49ers are just simply put a better football team, and that's just the way it is. And I I would believe that. Um, I, I, I believe it next week, if they have to play the Vikings, Cowboys or Bucks, like it doesn't matter. I think they're a better football team. I, I think unless Jalen, if Jalen's still really hurt, then they're probably the best team. I think they, they might go out here and, you know, win the NFC. Cause frankly, they should have won the NFC last year. That boy catches that ball. They hit him in the chest. I, I'm talking about hit him in the chest. The Rams had no timeouts and Maggie Stafford throws up a punt. The guy catches it. It's over. Again, the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. It's as simple as that. But, you know, the 49ers are trying to tone for it with a rookie quarterback. Uh, I, I got the 49ers. I think we all do. But th- this is now the time of the day. The next two games are NFC East games. So let's all let's get Uncle Jamie first, because we're talking about the Giants and the Vikings. The Giants and the Vikings tomorrow at 440 on fox i think yes yeah, so this is a fox game right yep it is a fox game yes it is the giants 971 30 do you understand how low the nfc east is when you're 971 in third place i mean wow that, wow that's that's that, that's pretty incredible um look Uncle jamie let's just let's just cut right to the chase you went up there on christmas eve they needed a 60. They, they they The guy kicked a field goal from Grand Rapids to beat you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's not like you can't hang with them. The Vikings have a negative point differential. The Vikings' defense is awful. So let me just cut right to the chase. Giants plus three? I'll take the Giants with the points,
3: definitely. I think yeah, it's gonna come down to a field goal type of game as well. I mean, it's really up to your boy Kirk Cousins. I mean, which Kirk Cousins shows up? <laughs> and that's what it is. And can the Giants get pressure on him? Uh he's thrown for four hundred and he's also thrown for a hundred. That's he's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right? The Dallas game through four hundred and five. Which Kurt Cousins shows up at this game is really what it is. Cause the Giants secondary, I, I'm a biggest fan as anybody, but let's be honest, there's holes in the secondary and they've been doing it since the Philly game way back. They said, who's the slowest kid? This guy Holmes is on the other side of the highlights, right? He's getting burnt every week and there's nobody to save him. <laughs> so Justin Jefferson is like, look at his chops. If you looked at some film over the weekend. So it, it really is gonna come down to that. So it's really gonna to up to Thibodeau and the Giants offense defensive line to get pressure on Kirk Cousins because that's gonna be the key to this game. The Giants did hang with them on Christmas Eve. I think they were down a bit and then they kind of rallied back to it, but lost on a very incredible field goal. So they they've had it all year long and hats off to coach Dave Will. he's definitely changed his team around to the point that they have a little fire but can we get Saquon Barkley the ball and try to run him to keep Justin Jefferson off the field that's going to be key that's going to be critical time possession and whatnot because the the Vikings can score very quickly we've seen that and it, if Kirk Cousins is on they're in trouble so Because, you know, lo and behold, okay, you double team Justin Jefferson. Okay, then it's Adam Thielen running all over the place. And if not, then it's the tight end from Detroit that's running all over the place. They they can't be stopped. They keep having somebody else to do it. Or Dalvin Cook comes out of the backfield and catches the ball as well. Dalvin Cook in space is really scary still. So I I think it's going to be um really a a, a nail-biter on everybody's side. But – you know, I think uh, uh what might come down to it that it's just too much offense on the Viking side and not enough. Daniel Jones will do his best, I'm sure, but I can't even name you the starting receivers on the Giants right now. <laughs> to be, I think it's a guy named James and some other kid. I forgot, but um Hillinger is probably the tight end, he might make a difference. But again, if they stop Saquon Barkley, and I'm sure that's what the key of the game is gonna be, stop and say Quan, get him out of the thing, put all the pressure on Jones and see what he is. And unfortunately he doesn't have enough firepower in the receiving core. So I humbly will take the Vikings on this one, wow. take the fan out of the situation and say, Hey, the Vikings got it. And this one they've put up some time, they got more firepower, we gotta stop Dalvin Cook. If not, we gotta hope and pray that Kirk Cousins has a non-Kirk Cousins day, and um, that's a lot to ask for. So I'll I'll go with the Vikings by less than a field goal, probably two points or something.
0: Vikings, so Giants cover, okay. Giants cover, Uncle Trevor, you're up. What do you think? Uh, like I said,
2: this is going to be um, a toss-up basically. I um, this is more about Minnesota and their quarterback and their team, which I I really don't have any faith in in the clutch I, I I just what I've seen from Minnesota they're not going to come through when it matters but I mean I guess maybe the quarterback is the problem with that I just I think the Giants going to you know they're going to be more gritty they're going to be tougher and they're going to um, they're a team I, I would trust most teams in the clutch against Minnesota and Cousins really but you know the Giants they show I thought the Giants are going to collapse they turned it around and made the playoffs they got some toughness. They almost they almost beat Philly last week. Not even playing their best players, they still must beat Philly. But so I think they're really they're coming around at the end of the year. Minnesota until Kirk Cousins actually, and they proved to me that they, they're mentally tough and they got that you know, extra confidence. Like that's a problem. I think with the down quarterback we'll discuss later. I just don't see it. I think the Giants going to figure out a way to win. Not really an upset either. I mean, I I, I don't think these two teams are talent-wise probably close together. Team-wise are close together. I, I wouldn't even call it an upset. I think the Giants are going to win. Yep. The Minnesota go home again. <laughs> Another disappointing season, as usual.
0: Yeah. I, look, uh, hey, man, we'll get you last because we're starting with Dallas with you. So let me just go real quick. I agree with Uncle Trevor. I'm picking the Giants straight up. Now, now, Nick, now, Nick Gates going to make me decide, make, make me think. Nick Gates is making me think about that. Uh, Uncle Jamie, again, why, why would you, how can you be that stupid? How can you be that stupid to say something like that? <laughs> don't, don't say that. You, you do well, I can tell you what. i tell you what, Uncle Jamie. Uh, U.S. Bank stadium fixing to be as loud as it's going to be in a long time up there. Okay. He, 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 Nick, 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 Nick Gates done stepped in it. Now. That's the only reason why I might, might not. I am I, I, I think the giants are going to beat them. But Nick, Nick Gates is just like, dude, you can't be this stupid to say just something say that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just yeah. can't be. I mean, you just can't. I'm sorry. Like, just don't say that. <laughs> Like, literally, literally, sometimes there are few moments in life where you don't say how you feel. Believe me, because I'm a guy that likes to say how I feel on this show and outside of these shows. I like to say what's on my mind. I did, I'm just kind of wired that way. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite because I say how I feel all the time. But sometimes self-awareness, like, dude, you're not. I mean, yeah, you might be an equal team. The line says it's a pick'em, but you're still the Giants. You have you've made the playoffs two times. It's your last one the Super Bowl. The last time you made it, you went up to Green Bay on a sub-zero day and got your faces kicked in by Aaron Rodgers. So, like, dude, you're still the Giants. Relax. Like, yeah. like go win the game. Then talk. Then go to Philly, and then and then look. You, look, I wouldn't give the Giants a great shot in Philly, but then again, I did. I did literally almost see Philadelphia to Davis Webb and me, you, mom, and Uncle Trevor almost beat the almost beat the Philadelphia Eagles with all their starters. Yeah, for them to get the one seed. Remember, remember, they, the Philadelphia Eagles had to win that game. Like people forget that part. It wasn't a no throwaway game for them. They had to win. I'm like twenty two sixteen. What what is yeah. this? <laughs> so so. There
3: was a lot of rust on Jalen Rose last, look, last was, week. Yes, a lot of rust. Yeah. yeah so, a rust. so
0: so look at I, I I'm pick the Giants. It was a close game, but here's the thing. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson gonna have himself a day, man. I I, I and if Justin Jefferson doesn't have himself a day. Well, dancing on the Thielen and Osborne, Will, because we'll, we'll get to Dallas here in a second, and Mom, we'll start off with that. But look, the Giants have the same problem the Cowboys do. And so only the Eagles, frankly. That other corner? Not now, in the Eagles' case, it's like more like the slot corner because Bradbury is outstanding, and so is and so is uh, Slade Jr., who is yep. outstanding. He, he is an outstanding corner. Uh, the slot corner, though? Yeah, nah, he ain't no good. Nah, nah, nah bro. No, no, no. So we'll see. I just think the Giants are going to win. It's not an upset. I agree with Uncle Trevor wholeheartedly. Mom, this is one of your most hated rivals, the New York Giants. Now be, now be objective. Now be,
1: seriously be objective. Do you can think I the Giants you? are going to beat him? You think know the Look, Giants can beat the Vikings? You? Look, I don't really hate the Giants, honestly. The one that the one in the, in the division I hate are is Washington. That's my most hated rival, and they're sitting at home. Okay, so as far as this game is concerned, I I am being objective, Quinn. Before you say I'm not, but Minnesota is going to win the game. They have a lot to prove. They have, on paper at least, a, the better team than the Giants. Now, my concern though is, can they? contain saquon barkley not so sure about that that's going to be the real problem daniel jones is not going to beat them it's going to be if they if minnesota loses on the offensive side it's going to be to saquon barkley um minnesota's defense is not that great now on the flip side minnesota's offense dalvin cook if he's on he'll be a great asset because he can run he can catch he can do all that stuff um Kirk Cousins has to play a flawless game. He can't hold the ball. He can't, you know, run around like he's like deer in the headlights. I mean, like sometimes he does. He's like, what are you looking at? What are you doing? But if he's on today and it is a primetime game, so it does concern me, <laughs> but I think, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. And I do believe Minnesota will win.
2: Well,
0: all right. Well. All right, so we got two Giants, two Vikings, and now the contractually obligated time of the show has come upon us, Mom. Well, so because obviously we're starting with you. This is your team. And uh as I as I talk to you in the open, look, the Cowboys have it all right in front of them. Like if we, we can say what we want. You have to beat Tom Brady. And if you do beat Tom Brady, not only will you might send him into retirement might I uh, we he might go. But if you beat him, more importantly, uh that'll be a thirty six playoff win. That'll that'll break a tie. Well that'll tie you still uh with the 49ers, you'll be one behind the Patriots for the most all time, I think. Or the three behind the Patriots for the most playoff wins all time. Right? And if you do, and if you beat Tom Brady Monday night on ESPN and ABC you will win your first road playoff game since 1993, which is—I mean—it's shocking. First of all, that it's been that long, and two, like, look, just just take the floor, brother, because I, I know you got a lot to say. Just just take the floor. It's a, it's the Cowboys segment. You you, you go ahead and talk.
1: <laughs> I don't have a lot to say, but. Um, until you brought that stat to my attention, I had not really uh been aware that it had been 30 years since we won a playoff game with Troy Aikman at the helm. Um, that was quite sobering to hear. I'm like, whoa. So no wonder we haven't been back to the Super Bowl if you can't win a road game. Although there was one game I think we could have won. Do I need to say which one that is? But that still would only be, you know, one game in the last 30 years. So. This is important. It's it's a franchise-altering moment. Dallas needs to be able to go on the road and beat Brady, because if they when they beat Brady, that's going to give them the confidence that they can you know run the table. The good thing we have in our favor, and people like the the talking heads on TV have not really discussed, um, our offensive line has been in the shambles, especially in the last three games. After our center, Biadich was hurt, they were moving around pieces. Dak was, I mean, literally running for his life against Washington last week. Okay? He's not the type of quarterback that can run for his life and make good passing decisions. We see that. That was very evident and obvious. So my thought is with Biadich back, they can reshuffle. And we lost Terrence Steele, too, on the line. Um, so we can reshuffle, get some good, um, pass protection, but also get the run game going. Our run game was just atrocious last week against Washington. Now I'm not saying they don't have a good team on the other side with the, with the commanders, but I don't really care who's on the other side of us. We need to take care of our business. We need to be the dominant team on the line. And I, we're, we're not great now with the pieces that we have but we're better than we were even last year, I think. Um, so if we get our run game together, Dak gets more time, maybe, I don't know, throw some play action passes to, you know, uh, Elliott and Pollard, you know, get get the defense of Tampa Bay a little off kilter. Don't run Zeke first down every time it's first and 10. That would be good, Kellen Moore. You know, so if we can get those little kinks um, to move properly the way they should, the offense will have a good game. The defense has to show up. We have to get pressure. We've got to get to Brady. Because if you give him a thousand years or even three seconds back there in the pocket, he's going to pick you apart. You have to pressure him because ha- he doesn't run. Right so you if you get to him early and often you're going to rattle him he is not going to have a good game. He's going to have like what was it um when when he first went to Tampa I guess was it against uh New Orleans or was it against Atlanta when he just looked a hot mess it was a a monday night game and he just he didn't uh, know what against
0: it was. tom oh uh, the uh, 38 yeah. to 3 against the Saints Sunday yeah. night football.
1: Yes. Yes, okay. So if you institute that kind of play against Brady, we will win the game hands down. He's not going to have time to get the ball to Guywin and Evans and whoever else is out there. And so they won't be able to have the mark, which is whoever is the replacement of Anthony Brown today, or I should say Monday. Um, well, it might be Xavier Rose. So it, it might be okay on that side because if he's being brought up from the practice squad, we'll have some, uh, senior person out there, which will be very good. Instead of that Mullins guy, who I would never heard of before against Washington, like who is this dude? He was he was not good. So you get an, um, an experienced guy secondary. I think we're fine. And also Leighton Vander he's back. That helps with the linebacking core. And hopefully that frees up Michael Parsons a little bit. D law foot injury and all. He needs to get to the quarterback. Um, Doran's armstrong. He's been doing well. You know, line play is crucial. Secondary will be okay. As long as we keep everything up front, I think we, we have a chance and we will win the game.
0: All um, right, Uncle Trevor, what do you think? Cowboys minus two and a half, Monday night on ESPN and ABC. What do you got?
2: I mean, thanks, Memphis. they just out of their minds. have got a game. Right, it's, it's, I, I, I don't know what they're thinking about doing I, that. That's true. That's true. That's true Right. That's what I thought. I was like, wait. That's true. That's true. I mean, look. It's not even
0: about
2: Tom Brady at this point. Sam the is showing sure Diles' defense. Right. You don't need a competent quarterback to do him at
0: this
2: point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh. Right. I mean, look. Scott, I mean, he's got... He's catching deals in the headlights like, look, gigantic proportions. Mm. I have no faith in him at this point, none. Mm. The first yeah. problem i the to I have is not gravity, It's has got a defense. People are talking about that. They've got a good defense. I mean, no matter who, the first book is on a quarterback, they still got a really good defense. And you saw with Washington, he doesn't get the guys last week. They're very few better. That's going to be the biggest problem. It's not so much Brady going to light him up. I mean, he's not 25 years old anymore, and they haven't been scoring much this year. That's going most likely going to turn the ball over early in the game. He's going to do something. I said, no, I said, I'm that They're going to get behind. The problem is, you know, it's going to be hard for them to score against that defense. Receiver are not really getting open. Just like like the Moya said, over the line not doing well. They're not creating holes for the running backs to not protect. This is this is this is against normal teams. Buccaneers again have a great defense. But that's that's the plan. we not so much about Tom Brady. About you know the Cowboys off, them, even the defense is slow. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't stop Sam Howell last week. A rookie in working in this first game. They couldn't stop him. But I was I just don't see it. The only way Dallas can win this game is they listen to people like me always blasting them, making fun of them, and they say we're going to, we're going to shut people like me up. Come out there with chip on their shoulder and actually play uncharacteristic to what they have been playing. And then they're going to come back and say, well, everyone downgraded us, and we want to shut them up. That's the only rationale I can see for them winning the game. If they don't play with a chip on their shoulder and play above what they normally would play, they're not going to win. Yeah, no. I, mean, I, I want you guys to win, but I have no favorite press time this point. He's not, I just don't see him. I know the confidence issue with him, really. I out yeah. at him; I he doesn't have it. He's never confident. I mean,
0: he's never really had the extreme confidence, in my oh. opinion. But now he just now the confidence is really slow. Well, well, well I mean, I say, now, go ahead. yeah, yeah, no, no, but before, before I let Uncle Jeremy go, what what do you think? What, what do you think of what Uncle Trevor had to say? I want this is your team. We we want to hear what you have to say about your quarterback. What I mean, do you do you agree with them? What What do you think?
1: Okay. Trev's been saying this for a long time. So what he said is nothing new. Um, Do I agree with it? You know, I've been like on Dak's case the last few weeks because yes, he has like a deer in headlights. I, and I'm like, what the hell are you looking at? What are you doing? Where are you throwing? I don't know what's going on with him. Maybe there's something going on in the background that we don't know about, but he he looks very, very shaky. So Trev does have a point And I do hope that Dallas hears people like him laughing at them and, you know, talking about, you know, your coach is going to get fired and and all that. And maybe then they will actually play like they got some sense and they and, and have a sense of urgency and want to win. So, Trev's not saying anything new, and I actually agree with a lot of what he said. So,
0: yeah. All right, Uncle Jamie, what, what do you think?
3: Uh, numbers don't lie, I guess. That's the best way to say this. Um, Dak Prescott, I think mean, Trev might be right. It's got to be mental at this point. We're talking, uh, 15 plus interceptions and he played, what, five less games than everybody else? I, never done before. How do you lead the league in interceptions with five less games? That's crazy. Uh, I, and he's got the firepower and I didn't understand. And the announcers at the Dallas game didn't understand either. Why is he in love with Noah Brown? I just didn't understand that attraction. It was like, I a, a think it was third and long. Noah Brown did a, a slant right in the middle, slant for a touchdown. Threw straight to Noah Brown. CeeDee Lamb was like wide open. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? What's happening? And it's it's the wrong place at the wrong time, right? I mean, if Dallas, again, I think we talked about this earlier in the year. If they're supposed to be the Super Bowl contender, they should be having a Super Bowl contender look. And last week was not it, for sure. There's Yes, it's your number one rival, and I'll give Washington all the credit. Yes, that was their Super Bowl. They were going to put all into it, and Mike McCarthy should have been prepared for that. Look, guys, technically, the Washington is out of the playoffs, so they're going to put everything they have in this game, everything. We have to be prepared for that. And they weren't. And two minutes into the game, and we're looking at a pick six what what is going on what's really happening here where is ezekiel elliott fantasy owners want to know where is he where's he at what's going on i'm looking at the stats uh i got two games over 100 but either both by Pollard. three no ezekiel elliott all year long where has he been what is he gonna do yes I agree. Uh, the only way that Dallas is going to win this game, they pressure Tom Brady and force him into having some bad decisions, put the pressure up to the middle. That's the best way to mess up Tom Brady. But Mike Evans is back. Mike Evans is back, and he showed it against J.C. Horn the other day against the Panthers. J.C. Horn's not a bad cornerback, top tier in my opinion, but he burnt him for like a 100 and three touchdowns.
0: 200. Two
3: hundred plus, yep. Yeah. Stand correct. The two hundred plus and three touchdowns. I mean, it's 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 not, you know. Yeah, and Trevor Trayvon Diggs is good. I I'll admit, he's not the Trayvon Diggs of the other years, and we'll have to see how that matchup goes. So Brady has been squeezing orange juice out of the apples that he's been given. This tight end Otto and something else. Yeah. So, um uh, yeah keep
0: going no keep keep going I'm
3: sorry with Otto and a couple other people so Brady's might be spraying the ball around and I I granted Fournette has not been Fournette either but I think there's going to be something happening tomorrow that will force Dallas the more pressure that Dallas has the more it's going to be creeping up on them this this game the only way they win this game is they they're up by 20 in the fourth quarter or something like that. And I just can't see it. Not with the Buccaneers. Yes. The Buccaneers' defense has been standard throughout. And I think, um, unfortunately, it is going to be, and I agree with Mona, it's going to be managerial pivoting time if they don't win this game. But I'm trying to look at the stats, and and I'm just trying to say how does Dallas win this game? And I, I just can't. If I'm that's goes one interception early – yeah. This game might be over before it's done. I'll tell, so. I'll
0: tell you exactly how they win the game. It's like, and, and by the way, man knows I've had, I've had a heck of a time trying to pick this game. Let's just get this out the way. Tam has not played well all year long. Now, when he had to, yeah, he pulled one out of his butt. For 432 and three TDs, no, no one saw that coming, I guarantee you. No one saw that coming. Not this year, not the way he's been playing. So don't worry, He's still got. I don't know if he has. <laughs> does does he have one or two more left in him? I I I don't I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, look. Well, first of all, me and Uncle Trevor are on the same page. I can't. I still can't believe the Cowboys are favored. I, I really can't either. I, I really can't believe that. Um, Vegas just must think the 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 Buccaneers are that bad that they will trust a Cowboy team that again, folks has not won a playoff road playoff game since Bill Clinton was president the first time, not the second time, the first time. So, I mean, at some point, I, I don't know. This is just hard. No, if I'm the Cowboys here, here, here it is. Well, first of all, First of all, there's going to be a big, large contingent of Dallas Cowboy fans. They have been called out. They have been provoked. They have been <laughs> they 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 have been poked with a stick by all by the national media and, and people like Gus are doing shows like this and everything else. They've been provoked. They are going. they they're going to show up in Tampa. I'm just telling you. If I, if I know your team at all, your people are going to be loud and boisterous in Raymond James stadium Monday night and all around the Tampa suburbs and all around the Tampa downtown area, your people are going to show up. There's just no question about it. Like first take at the Tampa convention center. I, I got, I got the show record. I can't wait. I can't wait to see that. Cause I know Cowboy fans are going to show up because now, because if they don't show up, well, that, that's, should, that should tell you everything you need to know. Now. In fairness, from the fan perspective, look for Bucks fans. Hey, if you lose this football game, this might be it. I don't, I don't think Brady's coming back to Tampa. Not to Tampa anyway. He's a free agent now. I don't think, I don't think he's going to come back to Tampa. Is Todd Bowles still going to be there? Is Mike Evans still going to be there? Godwin got, uh, Goblin got paid, so he's going to be there. You know, so there's a lot of change going on here. And look, you know, the, the, before we get to the on-field stuff, the Mike, you know, Mike McCarthy being fired and all I'll, I'm just like, okay, guys, I appreciate that, but if you're not gonna get Sean Payton or like like well like who who are you gonna get that's better, that's available? I mean, is John? I mean, I mean, look at the Ravens, Lou. We're talking about the AFC here in a second. Uh, after this, after my little, uh, uh, you know, analysis here, but you know, hey, is is John Harbaugh? Is he is he wearing his you know welcome thin in Baltimore? Is he kind of tired of the fact that hey, you're not gonna you're, you're, I don't have my quarterback for the third straight year. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl. I haven't been in the Super Bowl in years. I mean, is, if he's available, maybe. Uh, but I, I just don't get people talking about Mike is going to be fine. Who who are you going to get this better? I, I don't get that. So that, that's what I got to say on that. Now, on the field, it's very, very easy. The Cowboys need to run the football. I I, I don't understand this. I don't, I don't get this team, Mom. I really don't get your team. If you run the football, you win. This is This is very simple. If you run the football, you win games. So why don't you run the football? I don't understand this. I really, I really don't. Please, 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 unmute yourself, and please try to explain to me why your team does not run the foot run the football when literally when you run more than you pass,
1: you win way more than you lose. Because Kellen Moore tries to be too damn cute. That's why. It's it's like I don't don't know how many weeks we talk about, and they talk about even on TV, run the damn ball dallas i agree i totally agree right but they don't do it It because he's trying to be too cute he's trying to get his little head coaching job hey look what i can do look what kind of plays i can dial up it's not working man it's not working okay so get back to basics and have a little bit of i don't know maybe some nuances within the running game you can do that Okay. But, you know, these were and and this and that and the other. And it's like, oh my gosh. I just sit there and just watch, like, you know, Calvin Moore that is a big reason why our offense is sputtering too. I, you know, I didn't bring that up earlier, but yeah. I, I agree I, with you. They need to run. I have to run to say. The
0: football. Right. It's just, it's just, it's not, it's not that difficult. Your, your team ranks in rushing yards per game ninth in the league. You'd probably be way up there if you ran the ball a lot more than you passed the ball. I I I just I I really don't understand this team.
1: Now you know what? There's there's another issue here too.
0: Yes, please, please. Is it
1: possible that Dak Prescott, when they have the RPOs, maybe he's opting out of the run and maybe he wants to pass? Sure,
0: sure. You know, one so, so, million
1: dollar Mer- quarterback, sure. So maybe they've given him that leverage to do that, and Dak is making the wrong decisions versus it went yeah. to run and went to pass.
0: I, I well, yes, there, that could be a possibility. There's no doubt about it. But my thing is here tonight. I hear Monday night. I mean the buck the Buccaneers. You know, you're, you're 16th in total yards. They're 11th in total yards. You're eighth against the pass. They're ninth against the pass. They're 20. 20- you're 22nd in rushing yards allowed. They're 15th. I mean, you're, you're fifth in points. They're 13th in points. You're ninth against in third down. They're sixth against, you know, third downs converted. I mean, so this is a pretty even matchup. You, they're 25th in points scored per game at 18.4 points a game. You're fourth, a half. and a half. Well, some of that's from our defense also. Uh, I, I understand that, but I'm just telling you what, 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 what the facts are. Um, mm-hmm. They're th- they're thirty second in in run the, the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay uh, uh, the, like the Rams just choose not to run the ball Tampa Bay tries to run the ball and just can't they they're just they're just a bad running football team and they spent the most time behind all of uh, uh, any team in the league Brady has the most fourth quarter touchdowns in the league you can take that one of two ways why are you behind so much in the fourth quarter and in- Wow, that's pretty impressive that you have the most fourth quarter touchdowns in the league. I don't know. Bob. you know, you know, it's going to be close I like, because I just don't know what, what team is I'm going to get. I have no idea. If you come out like you did against Philadelphia after Dak threw that pick and opened up a can on them, you win 40. You, you, you're going to win 30, 31 17. They don't score. The Buccaneers don't score any points. <laughs> I mean, seriously. But if you play your C game, you got penalties all over the place. You're hyping yourself up too much. Your defense, you de- I mean, Trevon Diggs going to take Mike Evans. That's about the o- that's about the only thing I do know. I don't know who's going to cover Chris Godwin. I don't know who's going to cover Scotty Miller. I don't know any of that. But if you play, if you bring your A game, and DQ gets in your defense's ear, like, hey man. You know the last time we played these guys, we only gave up 19 points. DQ can be like, dude, we we them under 20, and they were way better than they are now.
2: So if I
0: if I knew what Cowboy team I was gonna get, I'd easily pick the Cowboys. Garlic Jimba is very good. But seeing as I don't think Tampa is very good, and I don't trust the Cowboys, I'm gonna go off the record to say I don't have a pick. I don't pick. I'm not picking either <laughs> one of them. No, no, seriously, I'm not picking them because I because I I don't know. I don't have a pick. I'm just gonna watch. Now, for my for for our viewing purposes, uh, I'd love Eagles Cowboys round three. I think Fox or NBC would really like that. Eagles-Cowboys next Sunday night. Sounds, sounds, sounds about right. So Sunday night game, well, you, you got the last game of the weekend in Philadelphia. Dak, Jalen facing each other, chance to go to the tie. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Forty ers cowboys West Coast, Sunday night, NBC. Fox, yeah, I like that with the bucks. I'm only watching for Brady to see what kind of rabbit he'll pull out of his hat that's it that that's it that's only I mean, I, there's nothing interesting about the bucks anymore they're just not you know they're not a good football team, so I don't have a pick uh, for this game, but you know. I I hope because you will be very happy to beat Tom. You know, I hope you guys pull it off and style points don't matter. Just win. If you went, if you went 18, 15, no one cares. Like if you went 48 to 10, no one cares. If you went 38, 31 with a touchdown with, with 15 seconds left, no one cares. Just win. So yeah. You know, well, I'll tell you this much. This 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 is gonna be the best game of the weekend. I'll tell you that. So I, I'm excited to watch. All right. I'm gonna take a quick break to tell you that stay tuned for part two of the Always One Hundred Podcast. No one's going anywhere. We're gonna stop this audio right here. Uh, I tell you that we're gonna do part two. We're gonna talk about the three AFC games. Frankly, uh there's really not a whole lot to talk about, quite frankly, um, but we'll, we'll we'll run through these three AFC games. We'll do some Super Bowl picks and then get out of here to go watch uh, playoff football on a Saturday. So stick around with us. This is the Always 100 Podcast. We'll be back in just a second. Stay with us, folks.